guys, it's Allison Creamer, and I have a very special guest today. Um, we are all about the women today. Sorry, guys. Um, but if you have a special lady in your life, or you have a mom or a sister, or just a good girlfriend, a best friend that uh, might be interested in some, I don't even know if you would call it self-help, but some really good development skills, I am here with Katie Blevins from ModernFem.com. And uh, Katie and I were talking just a few minutes uh, before we started the episode, uh, because I, I had heard about Modern Femme, but I wasn't quite sure what the core of it was. And uh, one of the key things that she said was, we are a community for women from all walks of life. We um, give access and support and resources for these women to thrive in the workplace and at home, whatever their desire is. So Katie, I'm so glad you're here today. Thank um, you. So tell me a little bit about how Modern Femme came up. Like, What's, what's the platform behind it? What's the history? Sure. So I never had this idea that Modern Femme would be a thing. It wasn't this dream or this entrepreneurial vision. I kind of stumbled into it when I found myself navigating a divorce. Um, I was suddenly a single mom with twin toddlers trying to keep my home, trying to rebuild my life. All of these things that I was bearing internally um, and feeling like I couldn't talk to other people about because, you know, social media gives us this pressure that we have to show up and, you know, I was a top salesperson, I was the perfect mom, my house is completely clean and organized, and I realized as I was navigating all of this trauma in my life that nobody knew about it. Well, it's, it's hard with social media because if you put all perfect stuff, people think your life is perfect. If you put negative <laughs> stuff, they think, oh, poor thing's looking for attention, and it's, social media is really not social. It, it is. It, it's completely isolated us, especially as women, because it's triggered that little demon inside of us that is constantly comparing us ourselves to everybody the else. The good and the bad. Yes, the good yeah. and the bad. So we constantly feel like we're falling short. We feel pressured to, to show up and be somebody that maybe we don't authentically feel as ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, you know, And it really challenges us when it comes time to ask for help of not knowing how to do it. Yeah. Um, feeling like people are going to judge us or they're going to respond um, awkwardly. So we kind of imprison ourselves in this vision of, oh, I'm on social media and I'm sharing and we're connected with so many people, but we're not telling the real story. Yeah. Um, so when I found myself navigating that um, on my own, I got really frustrated and started asking for help and just kind of dropped the curtain. And that's really where Modern Femme was born. Uh, my business partner was going through similar in that she was transitioning from life as a marine helicopter pilot to life as a stay-at-home mom. And she was challenged with, you know, PTSD, being a veteran, trying to figure out what life looked like uh, from a sense of purpose and value. You know, she knew she was providing value to her children and that being a mom was important, but coming from a very driven, male-dominant military That's career. what I was just thinking. She had to go from, you know, Superman mm -hmm. to sweet, gentle mom to some degree. And that, that's probably a huge transition for a, a military career woman, I would yes. think. I mean... Very much so. So Modern Femme was created out of our desire to create a space where women could come out and show up and talk about the challenges that they're facing in their business, in their personal lives, realizing that we all have the intrinsic right to create a life that looks like the life we dream about, not the life that we feel society wants us to have mm -hmm. or that success only looks like a certain house or a certain car. Um, but really brings them together to think about what do I want my life to be like and what do I need to do in order to actualize that. 
Um, you know, and noting that success isn't just professional success. If we are yeah. hugely professional um, and successful in that realm, but then we come home and our lives are in shambles, which is what my personal experience was, that that was really no success at all. Yeah. So we want to get to a space where both sides of the fence are interwoven and, and thriving. So, so with this, you do these um, these events, or basically. How, how is this developed for somebody to take advantage of? Now, I know you have a website. We're going to put that in there. But you do conventions. You have some online information. You have podcasts. How are people going to get connected with Modern Femme um, to, to even know more about it if this is a place that they would feel comfortable coming into? Absolutely. So we have our Facebook group right now, which is our ongoing kind of chitter chatter throughout the day. We also have a podcast. We do a lot of interviews that will be published with different speakers or business owners or just women from our community that have compelling stories to share. Um, The conventions and the workshops are those ways that we encourage women to get out and get in front of each other, get face to face, again, kind of breaking from the you know, complacency of social media, mm-hmm. of realizing that we need human connections, real, actual, looking you in the eye, human connections. You know, I don't know <laughs> what age group you guys are uh, predominantly, um, we'll say, uh, connecting with, but I'm 44 and I have a four year old, so I'm in this weird <laughs> realm, older mm-hmm. mom. Um, but you know, something that you just hit on, I would say the um, 70s and 80s generation, before social media really took off, before the technology, we understood the value of picking up the phone and having three girls on the line at the same time and talking to each other. Mm-hmm. We understood that value of warmth with tone and, and even a pause and a sentence um, and listening to each other's emotional, whether it be sad or um, elated. And we just don't get that anymore. So these conventions are, are a way that these women can, can connect face-to-face mm-hmm. more so. Um, because the online groups, they're great. But again, you're reading stuff and you're constantly, you could be interjecting your own tone. You could be interjecting whatever's going on in your life and not really connecting with those people. Or you could just be on your phone and you're being more you know, abrasive because you're driving to the point because it's annoying to text on your phone. You know, There are so many different things that factor into what we share and present online when we're speaking, you know, text speak, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's not just the value of looking somebody in the eye and being able to develop that trust and that loyalty and hearing that inflection, but also simple things like getting a hug from somebody, yeah. you know, when you need that encouragement, we know it as moms, we know it as women that, you know, when we have children that, you know, when they talk about skin to skin contact and holding your child and, and showing physical love and affirmation, um, we know the value in that, but we somehow deprive ourselves of it. As adults. Yes. As, as adult adults. women, mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. I guess maybe because we give away so much throughout the day, we forget that we need to be filled up. And it's not always from our uh, male companions. It's it's the girlfriends. It's As we uh, gave that nice little tag, it's our tribe. Exactly. Women need our little our little tribe because we we get it. We understand what each other's feeling without actually having to say anything a lot of times. Absolutely. You know, and acknowledging that we're all tired of just projecting a highlight reel on social media. That yeah. sometimes when you give somebody a hug, they're going to cry, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the touch that they needed and they're going through something difficult and they need somebody who says, you know, I got this, I'm with you, I'll help you. Um, you know, we need to be able to show up in a space where we can share life's challenges and also celebrate our victories, um, you know, and be who we are, not who we feel we have to be. 
Now, just before we started this, I had mentioned that I was in MOPS. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because what just came to mind is, you know, there are so many women that don't qualify for that type of network, which is a little bit about what modern femme, in my mind, the way I'm visioning it is, you know, these women that are supporting each other. While MOPS is not going to be about business, but what you were saying is, you know, those evenings that I get to go in there and just look at another mom and go, oh my God, the day I had, Mm -hmm. and they get it. So modern femme is going to bridge that gap for women who are single, who don't have kids, whose kids have grown, who are empty nesters. It's, it's, giving them that tribe, that relationship, um, Mm -hmm. because it's a group that, like you said, all walks of life can participate in. Right. And, you know, we're talking about entrepreneurs. We're talking about career professionals. We're talking about stay-at-home moms. Um, It's not a a particular age demographic, uh, and that's what I love about it, because when women truly come together in this fashion to have these conversations, you have people that are just on the cusp of entering what the rest of their life will look like. You have people who are right smack dab in the middle of it, and then you have um, people who have navigated a great part of their life and are in a legacy season where they really want to pour back into others and share and and find value. That generational existence Mm -hmm. is important. Everybody has a space because we all have unique experiences um, and we're all able to contribute something to the dialogue just by showing up. Well, tell me a little bit about the convention that you just had um, and then a little bit about the future convention because I'm sure every time you do one, you kind of tweak it and, um, you know, we said, was there a success story? Was there, you know, some of the after comments of women who really got engaged and, and understood what the convention was all about? So tell me a little bit about the past convention you had. Absolutely. We just hosted one this past May in Town Center, actually. Um, and it was an overwhelming success, um, more so, you know, logistically, when a convention runs without a hitch, that's fantastic. We, as the business owners, we love to be like, yay, it, it happened, it did its thing. Um, but more on the personal level of seeing how people responded to it, um, it was a little more of a test year for us of having the conversations with women, bringing different speakers from all over the country, seeing what they responded to. Um, so that we could refine that for next year. And that's what we're in the process of doing now, where next May we'll be hosting over 30 speakers coming from all over the country. We even have two that are coming all the way from Canada, and they're all volunteer speakers. They come here on their own time, own travel, everything, because they're so passionate about building a community where women feel inspired and empowered. Um, you know, But we have several success stories, and your program isn't long enough to possibly tell <laughs> all of the, the heartfelt details behind those, but... Seeing women come that didn't believe that they could give themselves permission to step away from the responsibilities of daily life just to take some time to refresh and recharge and explore what was going right, what was going wrong. Seeing those women get an opportunity to come to a space and hear from speakers and and connect with other women. We have um, two gals that I think of in particular that have now launched completely different businesses. Businesses wow. that were dreams and you know creative artistic visions that they've had for years but never thought they had the right to go to market with. Um, and now they are creating thriving businesses, um, giving back and supporting other women. That's really where the magic happens in my mind um, is when people are able to activate on a dream that they kind of locked away inside their head Um, but then also put that in motion and then turn back to help someone else activate their dream. This ripple effect uh, is really powerful. 
really That's powerful. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, what were a couple? What are some of the topics that these speakers? Um, you know, if you could pick maybe two or three things. Um, you said you have about thirty people coming. So, what would be? What do you think would be one of the the hot button topics that you get a good crowd for? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know things can change because this is going to happen in about what six eight months from now. I think um, yeah, I think seven if we're counting. That's so <laughs> we're very aware of how much time we have left to plan. <laughs> so so what kind of topics could somebody expect to see on the agenda? Yeah, so this coming year we'll have three kind of tracks um, available and it's helping people set their intentions. Why do we go to conventions like this? We don't just show up to networking events and hope that you know the stars align and we meet our next client. We should go into those things with a little bit of purpose. So we're treating the convention with that as well. Um, so I won't go through all of the tracks just for the sake of time, but um, some of the sessions will deal more with worthiness issues. What are the mental roadblocks that I've set for myself that are not allowing me to move forward in those things that I want to in my life? Um, What ways am I selling myself short? How do I start communicating my needs more effectively? Um, How do I start communicating better with my family? We have husband and wife teams that are coming to talk about how they navigate their professional and personal lives so that they can thrive, you know, in both realms. Um, We'll do some sessions that are more small business oriented for those of us that um, are entrepreneurs that talk about the trends um, and, you know, marketing strategies for the new year. Um, And then we'll have some really powerful kind of CEO mindset women that are making big waves in the professional world, Um, but they're not coming to kind of bang their chest from the summit. They come to remind everybody that they're still navigating the same challenges that we do as moms, as selves, as friends, um, you know, that that type of success still keeps them very human. um, And so they're able to encourage and inspire other women to dig in and do work, um, but know that they can still access a community where we're all, you know, on a level playing field of just trying to navigate an enriched life. I think most speakers, when they come, they have the, if I can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's usually the tone. And I think, you know, I know when I go to a convention, I get very inspired when I look up on the stage and go, wow, they, they're they not anything spectacular. No no disrespect to them. But, you know, when I look at somebody, when I read what somebody has accomplished or I see it online, I think, oh, I, uh, yeah, I don't compare. I could that. never get I there. I could never get there. But then when I meet the person, I realize, wow. Mm-hmm. They're a mom. That's they're, exactly they're, it. Or they're divorced or they went through this tragedy and now they're successful. Well, it's been done. So that tells me it can be done. It's not an impossibility. So exactly. I'm you not do alone. get a lot from that. Um, in fact, we have one gal who's coming next year who, out of the blue, her stomach blew up when she was 18 years old. And she woke up several months later in a coma and for the course of the next six years had to figure out if she would ever be able to eat food again. Wow. You know, and she has a very strong, she, she has a hashtag love my detour campaign where she talks about exactly that, that, you know, life is going to hand us challenges, obstacles, um, detours, um, but we have a choice to navigate those and see what we can take from it and, you know, keep on keeping on, um, or we can, you know, let it go. And so she kind of, she actually has, um, gutless and glory. She actually has written a musical where she goes around, um, you know, singing and celebrating this joy oh, wow. of what she's gone through. And she's definitely a listen, you know, a reality check. My stomach blew up. I'm still here. I'm still smiling. You know, I think you got this. Wow. Uh, sometimes that's, I need that. <laughs> that's intense. That is an intense story. Yes. Well, I am, I, I know that I asked, um, we have, you have tools that anybody can access. 
And then they can dig deeper um, later if they decide, you know what, this is something that I'm really connecting with. So in the show notes, we're going to have all the contact information, but tell me a little bit about the free access that people can actually go into and just kind of start getting familiar with what your uh, platform is. Right. Well, you can find us on social media. We have a Facebook group right now. Um, We are about to launch a free online community on the website that will help women have those conversations and share those things of value to them. Um, We do podcasts. We're looking to launch a radio show. We do a bunch of interviews. So long story short, there's a whole wealth of information that the people that are participating in give freely. We don't ever want anyone to be blocked from that access. Um, The people that need to hear that message need to be able to receive it with ease. Mm -hmm. So whether you're on the online community or you listen into the podcast, um, there will always be that free access point. Um, And then when people are able... Uh, and ready to take some steps towards personal and professional growth. They can look at the workshops. They can look at the convention. Um, we're building business accelerators and other community programs that will allow them uh, to keep that ongoing conversation going. Um, and this we, is all women-run, women-based? Yes. Now, I want to be, you know, we started out working with women because they say in business, do what you know. Obviously, me as a working mom, that was the space that I fit into. We do have male speakers. We have male vendors. We have male dominant sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, because the reality is some of the, most of the things we're talking about, these are human issues. Right. Um, you know, there are men that are just as challenged with navigating successful lives, both in and outside of the home. Um, they have just as much of a need for communication. I see a second branch. Yes. Well, we, we're, we've got a, you know little things that we're testing out of how do we incorporate this and make it a family effort. Yeah. Um, you know, we're hoping to host a brunch uh, after our convention next year where um, kids are welcome and partners are welcome and husbands are welcome um, because it really is a, a family village effort. Mm-hmm. This is a community. It's it's a tribe. Um, everybody contributes. This is what we did. These are not earth-breaking new ideas. You know, back in the day before we created kind of this technological nightmare for ourselves with social media, a village raised your children. Mm-hmm. You accessed an entire community. You know, you had neighbors that drove your kids to school and you picked them up and you had dinner parties. There were all of these ways that we established human connections and that was the name of the game we've gone so far astray of that we're just working to help bring women and anyone else who's involved um, back to center of those basic fundamental characteristics of human life um, so that they can navigate you know a more enriched experience Mm -hmm. and stop getting Mm -hmm. stuck in this kind of little box of isolation behind our phones (laughs) well I I hope you know um, when our listeners hear this, one of the big things that they get from this is understanding that I think the people that have been, I would say when we're hitting our late 30s and 40s, I I think this generation is starting to recognize how disconnected the internet and social media and technology has gotten us. It didn't connect us. It completely disconnected us. And so this platform is really just, like you said, building a network that people can come back together. Yes, we do use social media to make the introductions, but your goal is to get people face-to-face, belly-to-belly, handshake, you know, a hug, a sit-down cup of coffee, and turn off the, the technology and really build each other up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. So the last thing we're going to speak about quickly is 
for somebody who does want to dig into this um, more and put some investment in it, but you know, maybe you have a, a woman who is just so on fire for something. She has got such a spark in her life, but unfortunately is not in a position to invest into, into the tools, can only access the free uh, portion of it. Now, I loved hearing you say that you guys actually do have some scholarship opportunities. We do. We do. Um, you know, we never want finances to be why someone doesn't have access to the help that they need. Um, for that, for us, that's the complete antithesis of our passion and purpose in trying to equip women um, to, to claim the lives that they want. So there are a couple ways to go about that. First, we work with companies that, you know, if you're um, a business owner and you want to help support women uh, in crisis that need to come to this type of thing but don't have the finances, we have a lot of companies that come forward and say, I'll sponsor someone to go to Modern Femme, or I'll sponsor five women to go to Modern Femme. Uh, and they pay the registration fees so that we can do all the log logistical stuff to make sure they have the experience that they need to have. Um, and then we take what we call our Spark Award. And those can be um, pure nominations. You can also um, email us and nominate yourself. Um, so a lot of times we get messages from friends. You know, hey, my friend so-and-so is going through a really hard time. I think accessing the community is just the thing that she needs to feel like she can navigate this difficult season of life. Can I nominate her for a Spark Award? Um, and then we try to match them up with a company that has come forward and said, I want to give back and I want to send somebody to the convention. Um, so they can always email us those stories. In fact, the gal I was referencing before who started a new business, she wanted to go to Modern Femme so desperately, but she didn't feel that she could uh, leave her family for three days, that that would be too overwhelming for her husband. And so she felt guilty about it. You know, mom guilt. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and it was actually her husband who wrote to us and said Aww. she would never ask for herself. I don't want to just pay her ticket because then she's going to feel indebted to me that somehow I pushed her out the door. He's like, so I want to nominate her to win this award um, because That's she awesome. deserves yeah, the right to come out and have this type of friendship. Um, it was the sweetest thing that I've ever mm -hmm. read. Um, she had no idea. And if the viewers could see our little eyes glassing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> trying and to look away from you, Katie. I don't want to tear up. <laughs> I have the magic of bringing the tears. Yeah. Um, see, you, know. you don't get that with social media. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and that's what it's all about is creating a space where, where people are reaching out and helping somebody else out when they stumble, you know, because we've all stumbled and we know that there are people that equipped our walk and helped us get out of very dark seasons and move on to the next better thing in our lives. Um, you know, but this is how we combat the environment that we're in. And, mm -hmm. you know, with the election and with politics, there's so many things going on where people just feel hopeless. Yeah. Um, but the best way to start fixing that is to lead with love and see what you can do to help others be encouraged. Because the only thing that happens there is that you feel encouraged too. So everybody yeah. wins. Absolutely. So. Well, we're going to put a lot of this context in the show notes. So if you are just listening um, and when you get an opportunity, you want to click on the show notes, it's going to give you the website, Katie's contact information, um, and a lot of the tools that she talked about and how to navigate it. So I am so glad you came. I had heard about your product um, or your organization, but I've never really dug into it. And I actually think that I need to dig into it a little bit more. <laughs> yes. So yes. Uh, so you may see me at that convention. I and, hope so. Uh, I really maybe do. Maybe even... Possibly a sponsor. That would be I amazing. Think, um, I, I definitely like what your platform stands for. So final notes, final words. Um, I just want to encourage women to, you know, give other women a chance, you know, and that there is a space where you can give yourself permission to be yourself and to let people know what you need help with and what's going on in your life. 
Um, I think you'll be surprised that there are so many people around you that are literally just chomping at the bit to want to support you and help you thrive. Um, but we can't get there if we don't start communicating it. So I just encourage people to get out there and, and try it out. Awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate you coming in today. And, Absolutely. Um, thank you. Maybe I'll see you at that convention.